Hello everyone and welcome to Chill Pill. My name is Emma Ives and I am the creator slash host. I created this podcast since I love all things medicine and my roommates were getting kind of tired listening to me talk about it. The goal is to upload a 20 minute episode every other week with many different topics surrounding medicine. After all, I'm a third year in college and I'm really, really busy. I do all of my own research and I always cite my sources in the podcast as well as the description. A disclaimer. I am not a medical professional. Not yet anyway, we're working on that. And nor are any of my peers, so I'll never give you any kind of medical advice. This podcast is just to kick around ideas with my fellow peers in the health sciences. My goal is to also inspire further dialogue in the field of medicine and engage the public in medical topics. This first episode will be a little different from most, as it's been adapted from my original project for my pharmacy class. Shout out to Dr. Cynthia Kanan of The Ohio State University for inspiring me to look into how we as a society think about medicine. So do you feel there is a stigma surrounding taking medication for mental illness? Absolutely. I would say yes, there is a stigma um, around taking like antidepressants and stuff. It seems like there's a stigma surrounding antidepressants and mental illness, but does the media reiterate this stigma and how far does this stigma actually go? In today's episode, we'll try to answer all of these questions and more with the help of some of my interviewees. As a social society, we are constantly taking in information that allows us to make decisions on what we believe. I think many commonly held stigmas, like individuals with a mental illness being crazy or mental illness is not a topic to discuss, are perpetuated by our TV shows, books, and movies. I believe a common trope within the media is people with a mental illness are the villain of the story. And I found I wasn't the only one who thought so. We've, we've all started to become aware that mentally ill people are portrayed as villains. And they don't really have um, this idea of being human, almost. They're kind of turned into something else. And it's a very strange image for them to be placed in. In Heather Stewart's paper, Media Portrayal of Mental Illness and Its Treatments, she states that studies consistently show that both entertainment and news media provide overwhelmingly dramatic and distorted images of mental illness that emphasize dangerousness, criminality, and unpredictability. I don't know about you, but that sounds like every villain ever. Stork goes on to say that these portrayals impair self-esteem, help-seeking behaviors, medication adherence, and overall recovery. Which makes sense, since we're a society that reflects what we see everyone else do. Jessica Merrick and Rachel Pavelko state in their paper on audience recall of media portrayals of mental illness that recall is important because memorable media messages are linked to subsequent behavior. So, if the memorable media message is mentally ill people are crazy dangerous individuals who cannot be treated, subsequent behavior is people who have a mental illness are not going to want to get help. We are now going to segue into how medication for a mental illness is portrayed on TV. I can't seem to think of an example of when antidepressants were portrayed positively, or any drug for that matter. Exhibit A. If you have seen or heard of Big Mouth, yeah. um, one of the characters, Jay, um, has like ADD, so they give him Adderall. Mm -hmm. um, and it like actually really works for him because he actually needs it. Um, but they like zoom in on his brain and it's like this like crazy like military boot camp um, and everything's like slapped into line. Um, and then 
the character like starts selling his Adderall. Um, okay, that's very bad. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. I'm going to take this moment to say that you should not sell your prescription meds. It's illegal and it's not contributing to a culture of wellness. And here is exhibit B. Um, there's so many movies where the villain has a massive, or even the hero has a massive mental, mental health problem. And the way that they decide to cope with it is they self-medicate through drug addiction, uh, heroin, opioids, like any sort of drug you can think of, they're self-medicating. Instead of actually talking to anyone or seeking help or taking normal medication. And I've seen so many like teenage TV shows where someone chooses to self-medicate through drugs like for pleasure, like pleasure drugs, instead of going to a doctor and getting an antidepressant. And here's exhibit C. Right, so this girl had to take medication every day to like dampen her powers or whatever. But also I guess this was an Umbrella Academy too. Yeah. And like they make it such a thing. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, you know, this is what's keeping them down. Like they're not them true selves with the medication. It's like, hey, bullshit. You're just... You're you, but you plus with, with medication. And every time they take medication, they're, like, making it the whole point of the scene. Yeah. And it's like, no. <laughs> Just make it, like, a throwaway. This next example is a little out there, but I think it brings up a very good point about fear surrounding over-medication. I feel this example comes straight out, an ep- out of an episode of Black Mirror or The Twilight Zone. But then there's this also, there's also this aspect where, like, you have post-apocalyptic stories where it's a, it's a science fiction novel or it's a sci-fi show. And there's all of these shows about you need to take your happy pills every day. And if you don't take your happy pills, then you're not going to be happy anymore. And we can't have you not being happy, which I think is a fear of over-medication that's coming out. It's, there's, there's an anxiety in our society about are we over-medicating? And it's coming out in these, like, dystopian TV shows. Mm-hmm. So I think that the depiction of, of, of sci-fi shows in that way, and I've certainly seen a lot of mediums with that kind of, like, take your happy pill, it does give it a bad connotation. Because then people kind of sit there and go, well, why do I need to be dependent on an antidepressant? Why do I need to take an anti-anxiety medication? I believe sci-fi is society's way of bringing light to and commenting on specific topics that might not be okay to talk about openly. Side note, can you tell I was raised on Star Trek? Anyway, we as a society love our quick fixes and a 24 hours a day, seven days a week convenience. And the idea that a pill can instantly make you feel whatever emotion you want might sound appealing, but how far is too far? Is the person on the emotion pills the same as the person without? This is a common fear when it comes to taking an antidepressant. It's the fear that it's going to change you somehow. David's Carp, Is It Me and My Meds, has an entire chapter devoted to the search for authenticity. For most individuals in this book, it's a constant struggle as to whether or not the person on medication and the person off medication are the same. According to one interviewee, this fear is not warranted. I don't think so. I know some people are against antidepressants because they feel like they're not going to be their true self. They're going to be like... Something less than what they are because like this part of them is like being not there. But for me personally, I feel like the antidepressant has like I was just I felt like I was walking in like a mist or just like a fog, and I just like I don't know everything was like gray, and I just like couldn't couldn't see that far ahead of me. But then like once the antidepressants like set in, it was just like I could see again. 
As told by another interviewee, there is also another side of the story, one where there is fear and a struggle for a sense of self. Disclaimer, this interviewee is not on antidepressants and is describing what they believe to be an experience with a chronic medication. Probably like frustration with feelings of dependence on the medication. Okay. Because um, people like, not even like people want to feel normal because that's not what I mean, but mm-hmm. like people want to feel healthy or not depressed. And so like being reliant on something else to feel that way, I can imagine being pretty frustrating and demotivating. Everyone's medication taking experience is different, and this also applies to antidepressants. It is the individual's subjective opinion on what their experience is like. A quote from a testimonial in Carp's book summarizes it well. One third of people respond well to medications, the rest don't respond well, and one third just don't respond at all. Carp goes on to say that there's no way to prove this claim, but the responses to medications exist on a continuum from cure to failure. I think these different medication experiences with antidepressants need to be shared. I pose the question, would people benefit from seeing mental illness portrayed in the media accurately? And all of my interviewees astoundingly said yes. Some even shared what they wanted to see. Like, the totally normal, like, bubbly IT girl or whatever, doing her morning routine and, like, washing her face, brushing her hair quickly, just popping a couple of pills, like, making breakfast. Like, it would just be snuck in. I think anyone could benefit from seeing a version of themselves on the screen. I definitely think we could benefit from someone being depicted as just taking a daily medication and it not being a big deal. A big deal. Because I've been taking daily medications since I was 10. Mm-hmm. And it was always seen as a big deal because I didn't know anyone else who was doing it. Yeah. So yeah, I think that 100% could be massive for kids in middle school, kids in high school. And even people in college. Going back to Big Mouth, like, Jesse realizes, like, oh, maybe I should talk to this therapist. And I feel like that's, like, I don't know, for me at least, seeing that, it was like, oh, yeah. A character in a show is going to go talk to somebody. I'm valid for talking to somebody. Because of the media's influence on the world around us, it needs to recognize how it's impacting its viewers. An article from Very Well Mind had some tips on how to improve the depiction of those with mental illness, one of which was to present mental illness only when relevant to the story. And I'm going to add a tip to that list. Portray different medication-taking experience to the audience because someone out there might be seeing their truth on the television for the first time. A special thanks to everybody who lent their experiences to this episode. They requested to remain anonymous, so I will not be thanking them directly. The music was done by Cooper Wood, and the artwork was done by me. My name is Emma Ives. Thanks again for listening to Chill Pill.